It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Garrett Ross. Hey, good morning and welcome. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Let's uh, slide around the horn here this morning. Ward, how are we doing? Outstanding. Garrett? I'm good. Hey, since this time change, does it feel like we're st- – I mean, you look outside, it's – No. It feels like it's 3 a.m. I- I'm not a fan of it at all. Um, I prefer the old time. Let me let me throw this let me throw this up against the wall and see if it sticks with anybody. Would you like to see one time year round? Yeah, the old time year round. Not the, and I know they have plans, but they're wanting to make this time permanent, and that's not the correct time. No, I agree. I mean, the sun should not be up at ten o'clock at night. No, no. Now I I and you know and then you flip it around and the sun it goes down at four p.m. and the I, it just. There's no balance. No. I don't know how they do it in Alaska. I couldn't. There's oh, no way. You know, we're, you're talking about when the sun stays up, there's, what, six weeks or seven weeks where the sun stays up? Yeah. 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 No, that's not for me. I'd rather have it up than down. I mean, I'm yeah, not, I I'd agree. Rather, I would rather be there when it's all sun and not all dark. Could you I'm not imagine? Doing that. Hey, it's 2 a.m. I think, I, I think I'll go mow the yard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stop and think about that. Uh, just, just, just it's a little different. But I was just looking outside. I mean, it's uh, it's it's it. There you go. Uh, it's it's just dark, and I thought, well, it feels like it's the middle of the night when it's actually seven o'clock in the morning, and people are moving, and you know, got to got to get to work, got to get to school, got things to do, mm-hmm. places to be, and all kinds of stuff. So, anyway, uh, we got college basketball coming up again tonight. I'm having a hard time with it. I don't know about you guys. Well, I know that you're not Ward. Uh, no. Ward's, <laughs> Ward's, Ward's, Ward's jazzed. But I'm having a hard time getting fired up about the – once the game start, I think I'll be okay. But right now, Garrett, I'm just having I'm, – I'm just – I'm. You know, there's some great like, games. I'm excited. Even if, I, even if I didn't have a dog in the hunt, I'd still be excited. I am. There's I, a lot of good well, games. Well, I get it, but, I mean, the, the disappointment of last weekend is still kind of lingering. I'm, I'm sorry. It, I I don't know. It, anyway, uh, so, Garrett, I understand the Ross family has a new addition. Congratulations. Thank you. We we got Martin. He, we, went able to, we were able to rescue Martin yesterday. Yeah, from the Humane Society. He's a. Uh, did we name him, or did he already? He have already a name? had the name, <clears throat> but that's a cool name. It is, and I was like immediately, my end. And my daughter's <laughs> like, what? And I'm like, just you, wait. You don't get it. We went up to the the counter, and the lady did the same thing, and I'm yeah. like, all right, see, you get it? Yeah. <laughs> she at first she thought you it was crazy, and then absolutely. She, then she thought you were no. She never thought you were cool. You're no, dad. No, no, you're, you're never happening. cool as a dad. No. So were you assisted? Were you assisted by the? Canine Behavior and Enrichment Specialist, Mr. Michael Gray. I was. How about that? He did a tremendous job. He welcomed us in, walked us through, gave us some options of uh, some dogs who were still in the, uh, the foster care process. The what? The foster care process. Oh, I thought you said ostrich. No, foster care And I process. went, what is that? And we were uh, we 
We looked at like three or four different dogs and mm-hmm. settled on this one. But Mike did a tremendous job of helping us out. Now, who who was in the selection process? The other dogs? Yeah, was it just you and and? Oh, and it was your... just me and my daughter. So mom and son didn't get they the stayed. Boat. Yeah, they were they got surprised. Oh, okay. What are those deals? Yeah. All right. Well, let's say hi to Mike. Mike, good morning. Uh, how are you? Doing well. Doing well. How are y'all doing today? Good. So on your on your on the tote board, there's one less. There's one less. Oh, oh, Martin, uh, I think found his forever home. So uh, it's awesome. He's a cute little dog. Yes. Good good deal. So kind of walk us through. Okay, so you and Garrett did this deal. Kind of walk us through how it worked for you and and how it works for anybody, for that matter. Yeah, pretty much. You just come in and and you'll sign in on our our tablet, uh, get a little basic information from you, and then uh, we'll have a pet matchmaker. Uh, walk you through the kennels, and um, <clears throat> once you walk all the way through the kennels, you can kind of tell tell them what dogs uh, you want to look at, and we'll pull them out for you. Um, and if that dog doesn't really uh, fit the criteria, then we'll we'll try to suggest one that might fit it a little bit better. So I think the first one that that y'all looked at it was a little timid, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. She was she was really pretty. She's a part Catahoula leopard dog and part something. I'm not sure, um, but yeah, she was. Super sweet, but she was really timid, and she was more so timid towards myself than my daughter. So I think whoever had her before, she had like a, a, a male figure did something wrong to her. But she's gonna yeah. if she finds the right home, she's gonna be a tremendous fit. Right, yeah, and and so then we uh, we said, hey, who do you think now? And he said, uh, Martin. Him and his daughter are both like Martin, and so uh, they got Martin out, and uh, Martin was a really sweet little dog, and um, just kind of hit it off. And then, then, then walk us through. So he says, "Okay, that's the dog I want." So did he just grab the dog and leave? I mean, what's the process? Oh, no. So yeah. So then we, we just took him in the uh, the adoption center. Uh, he filled out a, a short little uh, adoption or foster application. Um, oh, I think on on your phone, right? Yeah, it was on the phone. Yeah, and uh, submitted that, and then they just said, "Hey, all right." And we went, went and got the dog, and and uh, he went on his on his way. Um, and so now that he wants to adopt it, um, we are going to just switch it over uh, in the system, and we'll set up a date for the dog to get neutered, and then it'll be their family dog forever. How about that? That simple. Hey, hey so Mike, let me ask you: uh, when when these dogs are fostered or or uh, or adopted, are do they have all their shots, or do you or do you got to wait to for the for the for the animal to get their shots and all that good stuff? So yeah, they should have all their shots. They should be up to date on on everything. Um, when they go into foster care, they might not be spayed or neutered at the time, um, but that is something we will get set up uh, before they are adopted out. So, but every single dog, as soon as they come into the shelter, they get uh, intaken by the by the city staff, and and then they get all their shots and rabies updated rabies shots and and all that good stuff. So they're all uh, ready to rock and roll. All right, so we got Martin placed. How many more do we need to get placed? I mean, if we wanted to clear the place out today, this weekend, what would we do? Yeah. Uh, so we got about uh, 204 dogs or 203 dogs now um, um, at the shelter. Um, so we'd have to get quite a few people up there, but I think we could do it. That's a, um, that's a spike, isn't it, Mike? Seriously? It's a, it's a spike, yeah. The intake numbers have been... Uh, just extremely high the past couple months. It's just been, I've never seen anything like it. Um, and so 
we're finding places to put dogs that we didn't know we had places to put them. And so we're just doing what we can, and people are coming in and getting them. But as soon as they get them, we're getting more in. So it's just one of those things where, you know, uh, just got to somehow figure out how to keep dogs secure in yards. And, and so that's another part of the thing that we're doing now is helping people with fences. So uh, it's a pretty pretty um, tough task, but we're going to keep keep grinding and, and, and putting in work and getting it done. Mike, do you think that's people who, who got animals during the, the past couple of years where we were on lockdown and then now that life has started to come back to you know regular, that they just realize I don't have time for this animal and they're having to find somewhere for it and they're sending them to y'all? Yeah, I think I think there's definitely those cases. Um, I think a majority of them, though, are just uh, people that aren't having, uh, you know, spayed and neutered animals and they're, they're roaming the streets and then, you know, having puppies and those puppies they don't have anywhere to go and then they just start running the streets and then good Samaritans find them and, and you know what do you do when you see a stray dog running around the street you want to try to catch it and bring it to the shelter right because the shelter is a safe place for it um, and so a lot of the dogs that do come in are coming in from you know good Samaritans that see them and bring them in and there's just a, a, a lot of them running around the streets right now and so I don't know what I don't really know you know what the cause is. I don't know if it's the new chain law that's that's in effect and no longer you know out on chains or 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 what. But uh, we definitely got to figure out a, a way to keep dogs secure. Now, you bring up an interesting point, uh, and this is I I would imagine people sometimes forget to do this. But if for some reason that family pet gets loose and you can't find it, it may have been picked up and taken to the shelter. That should be one of your first places to check, shouldn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, you definitely want to, uh, if your dog does get out, you definitely want to check the uh, Humane Society website, see the, the dogs we have in the system. Uh, you can check out a couple of groups on Facebook uh, that, that post lost and, lost and found dogs, see if you can find it there, next door app. Uh, you know, there's multiple ways you can do it. Um, you can just come by the shelter and just walk through and see all the dogs we have out there and see if you're, you find your dog there as well. So, Mike, uh, give me uh, give me a phone number, give me an address, let me know what's going on, and then how we can get to the shelter and, and help out with dog food or, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, so we're at 2032 Circle Road. Uh, phone number is 254-754-1454. Um, we're open today from 11 to 6 and Saturday from 10 to 5. And uh, always need donations. We, we got, we're down to one bag of dog food right now, so... I don't know if we sent you home with dog food yesterday, uh, Garrett, but uh, uh, we're definitely running low. So if we didn't, it's probably because we're almost out of dog food. So I apologize for that, but All good. Yeah, dog food is always a must. Hey, Mike, appreciate it. Thanks uh, Thanks so much. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. See you later. That's Mike Gray from the uh, Humane Society. If you can help out, we'd, uh, we'd certainly appreciate it. All right, 710, 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. Uh, we're going to talk some uh, NCAA basketball today on the program. Uh, we, uh, we got a lot of basketball we're going to talk about. In fact, uh, uh, as the, uh, as the sweet 16 kicks into gear starting today and, uh, there's some interesting games, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll dive into those uh, today. Uh, also, uh, we're going to be joined on the program by Brandon Salise from, um, uh, from two, four, seven sports in Lubbock and uh, Bryce Cherry for the Waco Triv is going to join us today. And, uh, we tried yesterday to no avail, but coach Scott Spinelli, 
uh, is going to join us on the program and talk about the uh, Sweet 16. So we'll do that, and uh, that is that's the lineup for you today here on the program. Uh, also coming up this afternoon, uh, it's the John Moore Show at three o'clock, and John's going to have Cindy White and Paul Putts from the uh, Truett Seminary on uh, Faith and Sports Institute. That's going to be coming up in the three o'clock hours. Well, Matt Mosley will be here at four. We get it rolling next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Look for a beautiful day today. We'll see mostly sunny skies, pretty seasonal temperatures too. Highs top out at 72 degrees. Clear skies tonight. We drop to 37 and tomorrow mostly sunny skies. It's going to be warmer thanks to our southerly winds. Highs should top out around 82. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. After today's, I finally found somebody and I said, where do y'all put all the postgame audio? Like, can you tell me? And so at some point, the poor guy just looks at me and he goes, now, we used to put it on YouTube, but we really just don't put it anywhere now. But he said, we have transcripts available to you immediately on the Dropbox. Oh, well, we so could do that. I, I could just read them to you. <laughs> we could just read the quotes. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready. We are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support. Rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment. Equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Searching for fun ways to spend your tax return? Boats for cats. Oh, flotation devices for cats. Don't waste it all on something silly. Spend smarter with Straight Talk. Get our Silver Unlimited plan for $45 a month with unlimited high-speed data and 5 gigs of hotspot data on the nation's largest, most dependable networks with nationwide 5G. If you're looking to get the most out of your refund, your search ends here. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 
Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and Western Home Decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include any one meat plate with two sides for only $8.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Game Time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and Versalift Southwest. All right, welcome back in. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Garrett, glad to have you with us. We are uh, in the Allen Samuel studio. All right, this is going to be hard for Ward, the question I'm about to ask, but it, it, it's you got to take your heart out of the equation. Not which game are you most looking forward to tonight, but which is the best best matchup tonight? Is it Gonzaga in Arkansas? Is it Villanova in Michigan? Is it uh, Duke in Tech? Or is it Arizona in Houston? What's the best matchup tonight? Uh, honestly, it's Texas Tech and Duke. I think, yeah. Man, that that Houston Arizona Houston Arizona is going to be a good basketball yeah. game too. I you know I'd like to watch both of them simultaneously, and that's probably what I'm going to do. But uh, I I just think that you know there's a there's a one point spread in that ball game for a reason. Exactly, man. We got to go take a nap if we're going to watch these games. They're, they're late, nine o'clock. Yeah, and you know what happens being the second game in the deal. Oh, it, it's yeah, not it ever going to – Yeah, they never mm-hmm. start on time. Never start on time. So, uh, yeah, I, I man, I really, I'm really intrigued by Gonzaga and Arkansas. How good is Gonzaga? Uh, I, look, they're I'm a ca- good team. I've kind of punched them around the last couple of days. Uh they're not near as good as they were last year. I think they've proven in this tournament they're very vulnerable. Um, I don't think they've played a team as good as Arkansas no yet. And I think this is a, a night where if they're going to get beat, it could definitely happen tonight. I, honestly, they're vulnerable going forward. In my I, opinion. I agree. I agree. I, I just don't I don't think Arkansas has enough to get them today. Might not. <sighs> This, to me, this is this is going to be fun, uh, and, and those are probably the two more interesting games for me. And I and I'm not no disrespect to Villanova and Michigan or to uh, Arizona and Houston, quite frankly. But the two most interesting games to me, and and, and I wouldn't. By the way, as I say that, I I would not be surprised if the Cougars beat Arizona. Would not be surprised at all. I mean, Kellen Sampson's team's good. They're really really good. They are. Uh, they've been there last year too. I mean, this this yeah, is nothing new to them. No, yeah, the, the, there, there's nothing too big for them right now. No, not at all. Yeah, the, you're right. Stage is not too big, so uh, it, it, that's very interesting to see uh, how that uh, how that all unfolds. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm just but 
I'm curious about those two games. Those are probably the two games I'm most interested in. A meeting with the media, Eric Musselman, the Arkansas head coach, talked about that that bracket. You, you realize that bracket, the West, is the only bracket that that went according to the prognosticators. You got one, two, three, and four left. You know, nobody else, none of the other brackets are even close. And you look at the teams that are here right now, I mean, the three teams take away us, all three of them could win a national championship. That's how good this particular pod is or region, whatever. I mean, these three teams are really, really good, which is why it's going to be awesome for the fans here to, to watch the level of competition that's here. So, Oh, boy, if that's not spoken like a coach. <laughs> yeah, but it sounded like he said his team didn't have a chance. That's really what he did. said. That's what I'm like. That's uh, what he was. Oh, yeah, look, we. Look, you don't have to worry about us. It's the other three teams you got. That's kind of the route he was taking with the, with that press conference. I mean, he's you know he's he's doing the old you know those guys are so much better than us. We're just happy to be here. You know, just trying to fly under the radar. Well, absolutely. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That was that was odd. That was uh, a weird comment. <laughs> but you you've seen that before, Ward. You've seen guys you know all shucks. You know, we're just we're just tickled to death to be here. Oh, yeah, he's laying in the weeds. That's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> That's exactly. Hey, let me tell you something. If he didn't think he could win the game, I don't think he'd have got on the plane. Oh, uh, no, not you at know, all. So let's, so it, I hope they beat Gonzaga. I really do. So do I. I'd like to see it. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, yeah. But well, regardless, I don't think Gonzaga makes it past either Duke or Tech. I, I just don't see it. I had him I going. To the, I don't. I don't have them going past that round. See, I had well. Obviously, my bracket doesn't mean anything, but <laughs> I had them in the national championship. But I, after looking at this, I don't see them getting past the next round, regardless. And they might not get past tonight. I don't think they do. I think Arkansas wins the basketball no, game. I don't think so. We're going to find out. That's why they play them tonight. Uh, and so that that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting matchup uh, tonight. And then, of course, you know. Look, in, 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 I think it was Garrett, you said it or somebody did. I, I uh, think before. it would have been a, a, more of a possibility in my mind, and it's just me, if Memphis wouldn't have pushed them so much. If, if they would have True. flown through Memphis, I think they could have got upset by Arkansas, but I think that they had a little reset against Memphis. And so, you know, that's this is the game that they're going to spend a lot of energy on. That's why I think they get upset the next game, whether it's Duke or Texas Tech, either one. I don't know, man, because when you look at their first game, Georgia State gave them all they could handle in the they, first half. They sure did. And, you know, and Arkansas, I think, is a lot more athletic than Georgia State and a lot better coached. But it, I just – I do not trust Gonzaga right now. I just don't. Boy, you, the number one overall seed just not getting the love from Garrett Ross like they should. Well, I, I don't know if my word really counts, you know, but hey. <laughs> well, sure it is what it is. Hey, everybody's opinion counts. <laughs> I'm with you. I think Arkansas wins the game. I think they're playing pretty well right now. Uh, I wouldn't want to play them. Of course, I don't know that I'd want to play anybody left in this field. I mean, that's the thing. It, again, does the number out beside the name at this point really matter? There's 16 teams playing. You know, play well, advance. Don't play well, and I don't care what the number is. You're going home. Yeah, you know what's the biggest? Ward, when you look at this matchup with Duke tonight, is it is it the age for Tech that's the advantage? What what's the key that you're watching in this game? I, I think it's the defensive Tech. I, I still do, and it's been that all season long. We've talked about it. You know this this may be, you know, top three, top two defenses in the country, and if they can continue to do that and be able to 
you know, stay within themselves offensively, not try to get too cute offensively, just do what the game asked them to do offensively. I, I think that, you know, behooves them immensely in this basketball game. I think they're a better defensive team than Duke is right now. Um, but you've got to be able to, you know, withstand the runs and make a couple of runs. They're going to have to get out in front of the basketball and make some runs tonight. And if they can do that, I think they can upset Duke. I was reading an article this morning about Texas Tech. and This is how their defense was described. Ferocious. They are. And, and that's that's a fair assessment. That's like a fair assessment. Man. <laughs> they're they, all over they, you. They're all over you. And, and, you know, they don't, surprisingly enough, they really don't get into dire straight foul trouble. And you think a defense that's that, that aggressive does and their bench is so deep. That's not the case with Texas Tech. I mean, they everyone, you know, every other game or so, you might see one guy getting into foul trouble, but you don't see three or four getting foul trouble like you would think with a, a defense that's as aggressive as they are. They just don't. They just make good plays and they get out and run the basketball. You know, it's interesting. I, I think part of that is the personality of Coach Adams. Sure it is. And I think part of that is the personality of this conference. Every you know, you this conference plays defense and, and you better be able to play defense to compete in this conference. But, you know, it's also – that's the way Coach Adams wants to play the game. Uh, he's defensive-minded. He always has been, you know, and that's how he won his national championship on the JUCO level as well. He had great defenses. And that's what got him to Texas Tech is is his defensibility. Mm-hmm. So that's why you haven't seen a huge drop-off in this defense with the Red Raiders, him taking over. Hey, you better play defense. Uh, and, again – if you don't score, I can't lose. I mean, I've heard that said a million times. Uh, one guy said it, but, you know, uh, he said it a million times. But it, it, it really, there is, there's a lot of truth to that. If Look, you're going to have days where offensively you're just – The best offense is a good defense. Yeah. It, it always has been. Well, you're going to have days where you're just not very good offensively. But defense is simply effort. And you can always give a great effort. You can always give a great effort, so you can always play defense. So so there you go. All right, uh, 729, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next, we're going to talk with uh, Coach Scott Spinelli. We'll do that for you next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. King McClure, our guest, ESPN uh, Television College Basketball Analyst. Is this about where you thought Baylor might be? Are they below where you thought they might be? Or are they better than where you thought they might be? So I think in my mind, when Baylor is healthy, there's no doubt in my mind that they are the best team in the country. And they showed that because they have a bunch of different facets. They're very versatile. Um, They can guard. They can switch. Even their bids can guard guards and switch on the perimeter. Um, I love Baylor when they're healthy. Uh, the, key, the, the, the thing that I was worried about coming into the year is the lack of guard, the lack, the lack of depth in your guard position, and we see that uh, being a problem. Right there, it left a, a lot of question marks because who knew? Like, things happen in the season. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystoso.com. That's 5 days to so.com. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254 709 2101 or UBEO. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Texas A&M has advanced to the Final Four of the National Invitational Basketball Tournament with a 67-52 win over Wake Forest. Washington State has also headed to Madison Square Garden after beating BYU 77-58. The Sweet 16 gets underway tonight with Arkansas taking on Gonzaga and Michigan facing Villanova in the early games. The late games feature Texas Tech taking on Duke and Houston going up against Arizona. The PGA Tour is in Texas for the next two weeks, starting with the Dell Technologies match play event in Austin. John Rahm, Jordan Spieth, and Sergio Garcia were winners on the first day of group play. Next week is the Valero Open in San Antonio. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's 7.30. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, from the Believe uh, Podcast Network, we say hello to Coach Scott Spinelli. Coach, good morning. And first of all, let me apologize for yesterday. We appreciate your time today. Oh, my goodness. No problem. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here with you guys this morning. Hey, lay it on us. We, we've kind of been in a, in a little debate here in, in the room. Of the games tonight, the uh, the four games tonight – which one is the most intriguing to you? Well, first of all, I, I got to tell you, I mean, the, the Gonzaga game, you know, to me with Arkansas, I, I, you know, look, 
Gonzaga right now plays a totally different style than um, Arkansas does. Arkansas is going to try to put them in the half court. uh, And obviously Gonzaga can beat you in a lot of different ways. But I think the contrasting styles, the collision of philosophies in that game uh, will be interesting to watch. And, you know, Gonzaga right now has all of the weapons. They're as complete a team as there is in the tournament, probably next to Purdue. Um, but with that said, you know, Arkansas, the way they defend, um, you know, they pressure the ball, there's active hands. They try to keep you on a side in, in terms of uh, NBA coverage in their ball screens. They call that icing and, or blue or downing it. And I think, again, that style uh, where they lock down and they also send multiple guys back on a shot, which really takes away some of Gonzaga's ability to get advantage breaks. So that's what I would tell you tonight would be a real interesting matchup. Does Michigan have enough left in the tank uh, with this momentum to uh, stay with Villanova tonight? I love Villanova. I've loved them since the beginning of the tournament. Uh, First and foremost, they've played a tremendous schedule this year. Um, You know, every loss that they've had is, is to an NCAA tournament team, and they could have won all those games. But the way Villanova has been built within in terms of those kids coming up uh, in their respective classes, they have one transfer in Daniels, the culture, the identity defensively, how they get after you there. And then offensively, they play very unconventionally. I mean, they post, they go what I call, what we call as a coach perimeter to post and they'll go to the, from the perimeter, turn their back. They swing their head towards the middle. Those are guards at times posting. And then what happens is, is on the perimeter, you're taught as a defender to see the ball in your man and you're moving and you're moving and all of a sudden you lose sight and then boom, the ball's out to your man and it's a three-point shot because they lead of all the teams left in the tournament. They average nine and a half, three makes per three and a half makes per game from the three. They're the best three-point shooting team. So I think, no, I think Villanova right now is a tough team. And I got to add one last statistic that I think you guys will appreciate. They right now are on pace, Villanova, to break the 37-year record in terms of free throw percentage as a team. They're shooting 83% as a team, as a team. And with that in mind in close games, that's a huge advantage. Coach, for me, one of the, the my favorite things every year when March Madness gets here is watching some of these guys, uh, you know, who haven't really had an opportunity to play on big stages before, come out and get that exposure to the nation. And you go on and have success in the NBA, whether that's, you know, John Morant or, uh, you know, Steph back in the day. For me this year when I'm looking at the field, Jaden Ivey from Purdue, are you seeing the same thing that I am? Like this is the guy who's going to go on and have success in the NBA? I do. I think Jay Nivey, um, you know, he's taken obviously a monster jump from last year. Um, but the one thing that I think he kind of uh, typifies and where the game has gone today, I mean, first of all, his versatility, right? I mean, having versatility where you can play on offense, multiple positions, but probably even more important, defensively. Use him on the ball. You can switch with him. Um, he's obviously an elite level athlete, transition type guy. And I think as he continues to develop, the one thing, as you guys know, in the NBA, you're going to get better at in terms of shooting and being a better, a more consistent three-point shooter. I think that will only improve over time. But to your point, um, yes, I do think he's going to be an excellent player in the NBA. Talking with Scott Spinelli from the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, Scott, I want to take you back uh, a week or so. Uh, Garrett just mentioned March Madison. And I think when when you look at the, the North Carolina-Baylor game, 
from last weekend. What a what a tremendous showpiece for college basketball. Those two teams flat got after it, particularly in that second half. Yeah, I mean that was a big time game and. Look, it really speaks to the job that Coach Drew has done there, uh, you know, with his program. I mean, first and foremost, you know, the culture that he's created to do that, losing uh, two of his best guys or two of those impact guys that, you know, um, Cryer and uh, I can't pronounce Jonathan's last name. but Tom Wachachua. Wachachua. Okay, you got it there. But, uh, you know, and then to go down 25 points, um, and they were literally down 15 um, with six to go in the game. And they came all the way back um, to tie it, send it into overtime. And if you guys remember right, you know, um, <laughs> the kid goes down and, um, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, they get that and one North Carolina Baycott at the other end. I think it was My- Meyer, I think it was, that went down with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the um, – twisting his ankle. And I think that was a huge play in overtime, you know, huge play. So um, yeah, no, that was a fantastic game. I mean, listen, North Carolina is playing exceptionally well right now, especially on the offensive end of the floor. Uh, But again, Baylor has nothing to feel ashamed about in the job that they've done with their program. I was at A&M as we talked about last time. Uh, You have to tip your hat to coach Drew and the staff. When you look at this tournament after all that's been going on up to this point, in the Sweet 16, who who's the top favorite in your mind right now? Well, I think, again, when this started, we put, we put together the Final Four. The Final Four that we had, or I should say I had here, we had Purdue moving on from their region. Um, you know, we had Duke, believe it or not, beating Gonzaga to get there. Um, I really like Villanova on that other side. And then the bottom bracket, we kind of got, you know, uh, we're out of that bottom. We had Auburn. But – you know, those teams left, I think you could actually um, make a case to me um, for those three teams right now to win it. Um, and, and obviously, we've talked about the Duke, um, you know, the mission that they're on. I think the pressure's off those kids, uh, as we've talked about. They went back home after that huge stage. It was a way too big of a stage for those kids, uh, that last home game against North Carolina. And they really became... Uh, you know, they were shook after that game. And then they went into the ACC tournament. They didn't play as well. And then just like we talked about, they went back home and they got refocused defensively. Um, and they won that game the last five minutes. They were down five against Michigan State, but they did it on the defensive end of the floor, which those breakdowns that, that had occurred during the tournament and the Carolina game, um, you know, didn't show. So I think they're poised right now. And you, again, you can't put an analytic or a stat on a, a team's emotion and their will to, to win. And I think there's a lot there right now with Duke. Uh, Villanova, to me, is culture. They're hard to match up against. They can play multiple different ways. Um, they're poised. They've got experience. They've got guys who have come up within. They are going to be difficult to beat here, guys. And then, obviously, the other side, Purdue, is as complete a team as Gonzaga. They, they do it on both ends of the floor. And again, the other side, I mean, I guess Kansas right now, Miami's playing great. I'm not sure on the other side, but I think any of those three teams that we just talked about, and look, if Gonzaga does beat Duke, which again, I'm, I think Duke's going to beat him, but Duke's got to get by Texas Tech first. This is not going to be an easy game either uh, for Duke. So um, the, those three teams is kind of where I would look at one of those teams, maybe cutting down the nets. Coach, you mentioned briefly a while ago about the job Scott Drew has done here at Baylor, and a lot of that has come with Jerome Tang by his side. 
And when you look at Tang taking the job at K-State, you look at Grant McCaslin, the job he did at North Texas. Now he's the leading uh, candidate for the SMU job. And even Coach Mills, what he's done. Could you talk a little bit about the coaching tree that we're starting to see from Scott Drew? Well, I, I think first and foremost, I can relate to what they did at Baylor, what Coach Drew and his staff have done, just because I was at A&M four years where we had the best 20 uh, win total in AM history. We won 25 games with Mark Turgeon. Um, and, you know, we had some battles with Baylor uh, there. As a matter of fact, you know, in the, I don't know if you guys remember the big game that night that it was really became hostile in there on that screen that Joe Jones set on Tweedy Cotter. And uh, we had, it was a big game for us and, and that, but to watch the job that he's done there and those guys who have been alongside him, at the time that I was at A&M, you could see the amount of um, effort that they were putting into recruiting. It, it starts with recruiting. It's the lifeline of your program. And not just to mention recruiting, but evaluation and understanding um, and maybe having vision and seeing what a kid can do um, you know, in your system, in your program. And you've got to really tip your hat to the job that they've done. Um, obviously coach Drew can really coach. Um, and I think all those guys have benefited from that, but where they've really, uh, I think all of those guys have, they've been made to, to understand and believe through working with coach Drew is how important the recruiting and evaluation is. And I think, uh, as you can see those guys, and I think uh, Jerome Tang, I know Jerome, I think he's going to do a sensational job at K-State. Talking with, uh, Scott Spinelli from the Believe Podcast. Scott, uh, just a quick word about the Arizona-Houston game. Obviously, TCU pushed Arizona into the corner uh, before the uh, Cats came out of there with a win, and now they're going to play a a well-coached Houston team. Right. Well, the game within the game is the three-point line here, and here's what you have. you got Houston as the number one defensive team, field goal percentage team in the country, 11 from the three-point line in terms of holding teams to a low percentage. And what, why that's important is this. In Arizona's losses, in their three losses, they've shot 33, 25, and 28 from the three. They should have probably, or they could have lost that game the other night. TCU did a, a really good job. They actually shot five of 27 from the three against TCU, and somehow they found a way to win. So there's a constant there. If Houston can defend that three-point line, which I think they can. I think they're very physical. Um, I think they're going to have to obviously get back in transition and make this a half-court game. If they do that and defend the three-point line, um, this is a game that Houston can easily advance and beat Arizona, and I think they will. Coach, tell us a little bit about the Believe podcast and, uh, and where we can find it and all that good stuff. Well, we started the Believe podcast um, as it relates to just we were doing a lot of stuff with the ACC uh, you know, I was in the league for many years um, at both Maryland when Maryland was there and at, and at uh, Boston College. And, you know, we've kind of grown it now. We're doing a lot of uh, things in terms of breakdown, uh, certain teams, um, their identities on both ends, talking a little bit about recruiting. And um, so we've done that. And now we're kind of on to doing a lot of different um, things like this, you know, just kind of breakdowns throughout the country. Um, you know, I've got like 13, 12 of them today. Um, at different places. And so, you know, we've kind of taken it to that side and to share some of the experiences and knowledge 
from the coaching side of it, um, you know, sitting on those sidelines for that many years, it's a little bit different than just being that, you know, typical analyst, I should say. So that's what we're trying to give back. And uh, so far, you know, I hope it is. Coach, thanks. We appreciate it. Continued success. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me today, guys. Take care. Have a great day. That uh, that's good stuff, isn't it? Scott Spinelli from the Believe Podcast. He uh, he he knows a little bit about what's going on and uh, something. He yeah, knows a little something. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, I'm glad we found him. All right, uh, let's talk a minute about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend in the car business. And, and look, if you're looking for a vehicle with power and performance and reliability, look no further than Alan Samuels. That's all you got to do. They got some great vehicles, including. The 22 Ram 1500 Lone Star Edition, great vehicle. Also, if you're maybe you're in the in the market for a Jeep, they got all they got all the Jeeps. They got all kinds of great deals on the Jeeps, including the Jeep a Jeep Grand Cherokee. You can check that vehicle out at Allen Samuels as well. Of course, they're at uh, 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. Uh, you want to you want to maybe kick a tire, but you want to kick it virtually. How about going to alansamuelsdcj.com? That's alansamuelsdcj.com. Then you go, okay, I've got these vehicles I want to check out. I went online. I found the ones I want to look at. Uh, let's set an appointment. Well, then you call Ted Teague and his staff at 772-1000. That's 772-1000, and they're going to take care of you. It's Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend, in the car business. Beginning Wednesday, January 19th, Helmet Aerospace in Waco will be holding a weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Helmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco Careers or WacoHR at HowMet.com. Brothers Management is proud to serve the students of Baylor University. With apartments such as the Center, West Campus Lofts, Heritage Quarters, and the Arbors, you can guarantee that your college living experience will be comfortable and memorable. Brothers Management also offers the market's largest inventory of houses and duplexes. Brothers' unsurpassed attention to the individual is their hallmark. Stop by the Brothers Management leasing office at 400 LaSalle Avenue or go to brothersmanagement.com to check out your future home today. Leasing made easy. Hyatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. My house has a new glow, I love my windows, universal windows direct. Cold weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. 
The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, April 2nd, Sunday, April 3rd at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. And the variety of our shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if we don't have it, they don't make it. And the Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find ammo, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, April 2nd, 9 to 5, and April 3rd at the Harker Heights event center espn radio sports center i'm lark smith with your espn central texas sports update brought to you by asco equipment in belton off i-35 on it with case construction equipment whatever the job is texas a&m has advanced to the final four of the national invitational basketball tournament with a 67 52 win over wake forest washington state has also headed to madison square garden after beating byu 77 58 the Sweet 16 gets underway tonight with Arkansas taking on Gonzaga and Michigan facing Villanova in the early games. The late games feature Texas Tech taking on Duke and Houston going up against Arizona. The PGA Tour is in Texas for the next two weeks, starting with the Dale Technologies match play event in Austin. John Rahm, Jordan Spieth, and Sergio Garcia were winners on the first day of group play. Next week is the Valero Open in San Antonio. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, on a second, is that Miranda Lambert doing Shenandoah? Yeah. How about that? Now she's from East Texas, right? She's from Lindell. Lindell. There you go. All right. Uh, 7.40. Have you ever seen her in concert? Yes. Not no. bad. Not bad. I was. Had her in the studio one time. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. In Cleveland? No. no. In, oh. in uh, Stephenville. Ah, when you were in Stephenville. Okay. There you go. What are the odds that two guys on this morning show worked in the city of Stephenville? But that's the case. Uh, 7.48. We're a dozen minutes away from 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we continue talking about the uh, Sweet 16. One of the games that uh, that we were you know, talking to Coach Spinelli about was that Tech and Duke game. And Ward, for, for Tech to be successful, they got to do what? Give me one player that's got to kind of play above his, his norm. I don't know that there's any player that has to play above their norm. They just have to play what they're expected to play. And I think it's, you know, two guys that come to mind that, that are going to have to have big games tonight uh, is Santos Silva and McCuller. If both those guys can play at the top level of their game, I, I think they have a really good chance tonight. That's the one, the one area that I'm kind of concerned in this matchup. When you look at Duke, you got 6'10", you got 7-foot down low. Can Texas Tech remain disciplined while playing defense and keep the, the Blue Devils out of the paint. I know he's been on the staff, but he's a first-year head coach, and he's got his team in the Sweet 16. That's pretty cool for Coach Adams, isn't it? I mean, oh, it's outstanding. Yeah, great yeah. stuff, great stuff. And, and he's a fan favorite. You know, they, oh, yeah. they love him in Lubbock right now. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting to see what he's been able to do. And, look, you can say what you want about, you know, him just, you know, being elevated from – you know, the previous staff, there's more to it than that. I mean, this guy's got a skin on the wall. I mean, he's, he's, you still he's, got he's a coach. He's coached for a national championship. He's won national championships. He knows how to get here. So, 
You know, he's one of the best coaches in the country. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're on the staff or not. You've got to navigate through each and every one of those games, and he's been able to do that and, and teach. So, uh, Coach Shashevsky uh, on his farewell tour, uh, and, and you know his his next loss will be his his last loss. That'd be tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I hope so. And by the way, I need a post picture. I mean, uh, <laughs> Ward's got everything Texas Tech known to mankind. He's game day ready. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But Coach K talked about Coach Adams. Yeah. Well, I'm very impressed with him and know of him and have known about him uh, for a long time. Uh, we actually just passed each other and spent a, a couple minutes talking and. He said he asked me more questions than I asked him. And I said, yeah, and, uh, your answers, though, were a lot better than mine. And, uh, now he's, uh, you know, he, uh, he, he has learned the game. Like, a lot of us have uh, plane stops that we've gone. He's, he's learned it with bus stops, you know, the different levels that he's been at. A lot like the guy he worked for in Chris Beard, and uh, I respect the heck out of that because in, when you do that for as long and been as successful as he's been, you do it like we make a lot of money. When you're at the bus stops, you don't make a lot of money. You better love what you do. So it's obvious that that's what he's done, and he's taken it to a really high level. It was just what you were talking about. Or it was just what you were talking about. He's been at the JUCO level. He's been an assistant. I mean, he's been a grinder. Uh, and now he's he's the head man in, in Lubbock. And here they are playing a, a blue blood in the, in the you know, Blue Devils uh, tonight in the Sweets. There's 16 teams that are, that are still going in this thing. They've still got a chance to win a championship. And they're one of them. And – I, that's pretty impressive in your first year. I don't care what the situation is. Well, and look, it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna change anything for Texas Tech whether they win or lose tonight. They're still on a good trajectory, uh, you know. And this is a West Texas guy that's taken over this program. That's you know that's part of the reason that you know he's been able to kind of step in and and not miss a beat. He knows West Texas. He knows what's expected in West Texas. Uh, he's been around it his whole entire life. But, you know, being a graduate of Texas Tech kind of helps a little bit. I, I just I feel like that, you know, they somehow found the right guy at the right time to step into this program and have an opportunity to be successful. And it didn't help, you know, it didn't hurt that he also was the beneficiary of in taking over a, a decent roster, but being able to be in – this transfer portal error that we're in where he could go find some guys that could play the defense he wanted to play and, and kind of fit into his mantra of what he wanted this team to look like. I mean, I, I think it's kind of a perfect storm for him right now. Uh, and, and look, you know, they've, they've got a big task in front of them tonight. All, you know, all kidding aside, this is going to be the biggest game he's coached in his life so far. Do you think this is the well for me? It seems like this is the first time when I look at Texas Tech athletics that you've had guys who truly want to be a part of Lubbock out there at the helm of all things. How important is that? As I mean, you've been out there, you know how it is, but you know what that means to West Texas. And you know, Joey McGuire says all the time that West Texas is tough. How important is it to have guys in place like Tadlock and uh, you know Joey and 
what he's able to do in the basketball court. Well, it, it's it's imperative, and and you know, there's been a a couple of hires that have not been down that path for for the Red Raiders in, in several occasions in 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 a lot of different sports, and so you know, to have you know three guys in 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 place that you know understand. Look, you're you're on an island out there. And it's a hard place to recruit, and it's a hard sell to some of these kids to say, you know, you're going to come out into the hub of West Texas and, and have them understand that, you know, this is it. You get out here, you're here to stay. And so that's that's kind of tough. And to have guys that believe in that and understand, you know, hey, this is a great place to be. This is, you know, it is it is out here, but once you get here, you're going to feel at home and, you know, I'm at home here and I want you to be at home here. And there was, you know, you heard coach K talk about, you know, bus stops. There was some coaches in there that it was bus stops for them. They didn't, you know, it, it didn't really matter. They didn't buy into West Texas and they didn't buy into the Lubbockites and, you know, they weren't really West Texans. And so to have guys at the helm, I think that's imperative for that program, especially going forward where the Big 12 is now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's going to be even more difficult to recruit in the Big 12 because you just added, you know, a team south in Texas that, you know, Lubbock got a lot of kids from Houston, a lot of kids from Houston. Well, that that hasn't dried up, but it certainly shrunk a little, a little bit for them now. now. Well, just it, for it, like it is for everybody in the Big 12. Two things. You were talking about the, the trajectory of Tech. Stop and look. Is Kansas State on a good trajectory now? Absolutely. Baylor on a good trajectory? Did TCU go – I mean, are they on – Texas with Beard and making the first year – that's what's so cool about this league. you got a lot of – and, of course, KU's KU. So, I mean, you got a – and then the second thing, Ward, uh, I think I tip my hat to the administration of Texas Tech because they could have very well said, you know what, this dude is in his 60s. We can't go down this trail. He can't relate to these young 18-, 19-year-olds. He, he's great in that two-seat, but he can't be the one guy. But they, they didn't do that. They gave it to him, and, and he earned it, and he's, he's run with it. you got to respect that as a program because, mm-hmm. you know, you see so many times. And, look, as an LSU fan, I see it all the time where you got to have a splash hire. we gotta, we got to go out and get that splash hire. You know, and, and Texas Tech was like, you know what? We're fine. We have the right guy right here. We don't care what people think. It, yeah, I, it 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 took some it took some courage to be able to do mm-hmm. that, sure and, and to be able to convince the fan base that you know this was the right guy. You know, I I don't know that the fan base was overly excited on the announcement, but boy, are they now! Oh, absolutely. We'll talk a little bit about that with Brandon Salise coming up in a few minutes. But right now at seven fifty seven, let's bring John Morris in. John's got today's Baylor news and notes. It's called the Baylor Sports Beat Program, right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, wrapping up two very successful basketball seasons that came to an end way too soon. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. 
The 2021 Dodge brand, ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator, named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, talking Baylor basketball, men's and women's, whose seasons came to an end way too soon. Yeah, you're you're right. Um, and I think that's the hard part, you know, trying to just um, deal with, with the emotion of both programs coming to a, a screeching screeching halt. And again, uh, you mentioned great great years for both uh, women's basketball, men's basketball, winning you know Big Twelve regular season titles, um, you know, and and both programs you know just fighting through a lot of a lot of adversity. You know, you you think about the, the men's program and and all of the the injuries and the different lineups because of those injuries that that Scott and, and the staff had to navigate and. You think about Nikki, you know, first year um, taking over, trying to, you know, build her, instill her culture, um, short bench, you know, all of those things, you know, starting off 0-2. And, 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 and again, both did such a fabulous job of, of leading, you know, the, their programs through, through that adversity. And, um, you know, as, as you went into the NCAA tournament, you just you felt good and, and that they were both well well positioned and you know um, each game had had its own set of circumstances and you know unfortunately um, just just weren't able to to, to come through and, and um, but you know what what I appreciate most and, and I've said this a couple times you know at, at complete peace with with uh, with both programs the culture couldn't be more proud of of the culture that that Scott has this this culture of joy and 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 uh, and the culture that 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 Nikki is is building of, of accountability and 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 caring and and love and support and um, you know those two coaches have turned the page and now you know they've got the gas pedal floored thinking about next year and uh, how do we navigate next year and how do we, we make sure that, that next year we're nationally relevant and, and competing for national championships? So future extremely bright for both. Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. Recently on Game Time, we're joined now by Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. You will make more money as a Division One team of access to the NCAA tournament, and that comes with its own payout. You will get all of your games televised usually on something like ESPN Plus or, or something like that. So there is money involved, but it's not game-changing money. You do kind of have to put the work in uh, and the finances in to be able to do that. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your your roof above everything else. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. There's a water tower I never had the guts to climb. Sums up how some folks live. All right, welcome back. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Garrett, we're glad you're with us. As we continue talking college basketball in the Sweet 16, we welcome into the program from RedRaiderSports.com, Brandon Salis. Brandon, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. Doing well. Talk a little bit about the excitement level out in uh, out in Lubbock right now for this one tonight. Uh, I would imagine everybody's kind of bouncing off the walls, getting ready. Oh yeah, they're they're fired up. Um, you know, everybody think, thinks the script is kind of writing writing itself. Obviously, you have a huge opportunity to become you know. 10, 15 years down the road, a trivia question on who retired, uh, you know, Coach K and uh, be that group and get a huge win for your program, go back to the Elite Eight, so much riding on this. And on the other hand, um, you got Coach K who's retiring, who has his guys, um, you know, playing for him right now and playing to keep and to survive in advance. So um, everybody's fired up for this one. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, everybody's going to be pretty, all those restaurants will be slammed and everybody will either be at home watching it, but um, it's been the talk of the town and especially after a stressful uh, stressful night against Notre Dame, that's for sure. But everybody's looking forward to this one. Talk a little bit about Coach Adams. I, I'm curious, when, when he was first announced as, the, uh, as the, the successor to Chris Beard, was there any conversation about, hey, look, uh, you know, was there any concern that he may not be able to relate to, the, to these guys? Or, or, or was everybody pretty excited that you went with, within the program for your next guy? I think he was obviously like the favorable um, hire for most people and the majority of people you talk to um, throughout the season. You know, I think some people wish that he would be, he would be a little more animated a little bit um, on the sidelines, but um, you know, that's just uh, comes down to, you know, preference on style of coaching that you really like. Um, but um, a lot of these guys, like, you know, the Kevin McCullers, Terrence Shannon, um, after selection Sunday, when we spoke with those guys, um, I asked them about, uh, you know, how, how, how does it kind of feel, you know, coming back to Lubbock and, doing this for coach Adams. And they said, that's, you know, one of the main reasons why they came back, if not the reason that they stuck around in Lubbock was to play for him. Wow. So I know his players want to play for him. So, um, you know, it's just, um, he, he's a very likable guy, a very likable coach. Um, he's well-respected as we've seen, um, you know, after this first year of, of, you know, being a NCAA division one head coach. Brandon, what's the key matchup tonight in this game? I think a key matchup that's kind of, I don't know if everybody's kind of thinking about it. I know it's kind of been thought about over here in Lubbock was, is just the experience. Um, you have one of the oldest teams going up against one of the youngest teams, if not the youngest in the entire tournament uh, when you first started. Um, age-wise, at least, uh, I think Kevin O'Banner is going to be a huge, uh, huge mismatch for them just because of what he's done. Um, you know, five games in the NCAA tournament, five double-doubles. Obviously, that's a lot to ask for to make it six. But I think if you really play through your veterans, uh, you, have to, you have to play through Kevin O'Banner, Bryson Williams, 
and then just use your experience over you know these guys that are that are a young group younger group um obviously they have a huge advantage with coach k but um i think you know once you get a younger team going up against a veteran team like the red raiders with their defense especially it can probably you know lead to some turnovers and just you really got to get them to fast break a little bit and push the ball and really kind of score in transition and make them kind of you know make them kind of play at your speed Right now, is there any concern when you look at Duke as far as the size? You got Banchero six ten, you got Williams seven foot. Is that what Duke's going to try to do? Is is beat Tech from the inside out? You know, yeah, that's something that I've saw that um, you know teams like you know Arizona are going to have. If you're going to want to make it even farther, you're going to have to face that size. Uh, I think, like I mentioned earlier, their experience and then you know just kind of maybe getting you know Bryson Williams, who is probably smaller, a uh, smaller big guy compared to the guys that are left in this tournament. Um, if not, use his kind of speed off that ball, or just kind of get him in a position where he can create his shot, and kind of use his, um, you know, his ability to, to be able to, you know, drain a mid-range jumper on a big guy like that. I think that's really going to have to be um, on Bryson and you know these transfers that we've always talked about. And then you also got to see if maybe a young guy like Daniel Bacho. I don't know if they're going to play him a lot, but he is your biggest guy on this team. A uh, young dude, but at the same time, he does give you an inside presence. If he can somehow, you know, get in there for a few minutes and kind of cause some disruptions, and then, you know, get Bryson Williams and those other guys, you know, time in there, see if they can kind of, like I said, create their shot and really get those mismatches to work on that offensive side. Randy, do you think the Red Raiders have to play fast tonight? I think they do. I think they have to play. Um, like I said earlier, the I think their defense is obviously that's been the talk of the town for the past few years um it's kind of changed the big 12 as we saw uh tc you know give it to arizona the other night and kind of you know you've seen this mark adams and chris beard when they arrived in a little bit kind of changed the big 12 into you know playing this defensive mindset of kind of basketball i think if the red raiders are able to you know cause those disruptions against the young you know duke team they're gonna have to you know i think push the ball a little bit i think uh, we'll see Mark Adams probably take his time on offense. I think he'll he'll he will want to probably press a lot on on this Duke team. Brandon, obviously all eyes are going to be on uh, basketball tonight, but spring football got underway this week. What are the overall impressions and the vibe around year one with Joey McGuire at the helm? You know, everybody loved the quote he gave. Um, you know, they asked him how it felt to be on the field, back on the field officially with his team, and he said it felt like Christmas Day, and you could really feel that. Uh, it, it felt. The energy was all there. Um, you know, we saw we got to see practice a little bit. And, you know, you, you lose guys like Eric Izukama, the wide receiver on the outside, to the NFL draft, a big threat. Um, but you see these younger guys kind of already step up in spring practice. Obviously, it's not on the field in a regular season game. But you see these guys kind of already bought into Joey McGuire. And uh, one thing we noticed was, um, you know, the quarterback competition this year is going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting one to look at because, obviously, Donovan Smith was a big part of it last year in the the bowl game and then Henry Columbia is obviously not with the program anymore and and Tyler Shucks back from uh back from injury and then you got Baron Morton as well the you know highly touted recruit that you that you ended up keeping once the David Yost was you know let, let go a year ago two years ago and stuff so um and for those quarterbacks it's you know a new staff uh they're familiar with these names on the staff but it's a you know a new point to kind of prove that you deserve to be the starting quarterback so um, it, it's been really exciting just to kind of see the see the vibe, but also see the competition that uh, Joey McGuire is creating within all all of the positions there. I was it, is it more important for the offense or the defense in this spring? I think it'll be more important for the defense. I think you lose you know you lose some guys like Colin Schooler, um, and just you need some guys to really kind of step up. I think 
a lot of people are kind of comfortable with Wes Kitley coming in, or not Wes Kitley, Zach Kitley, excuse me, his son, uh, as offensive coordinator. Uh, uh, he's obviously put up numbers at every stop. He's been at young, offensive-minded coach that's already kind of proven himself. I think a lot of people are comfortable with your offense, especially with the weapons you have. And, you know, you're getting some uh, transfers in here. And, yeah, I think everybody's kind of comfortable there. I think the defense is the one that's the, the biggest question mark, which, you know, we've seen improvements. But uh, obviously, you know, changing a defensive coordinator and stuff, it could be a little step back or, you know, maybe even a step forward. I do know some pieces are there. But like I said, you lose guys like Colin Schooler, who was a big part of this team. And you kind of just kind of need to find those voices on the defensive side of the ball and really see if you can um, get pressure on the quarterback and, you know, cause some turnovers. And speaking of that on the defense, how nice is it, though, when you have a guy with the versatility of a Tyree Wilson where, you know, if if you're four down, he could play on the edge, but if you're three, he can come back at linebacker. How important is that, you know, for a defense, especially when you're going through a transition like they're doing? That's going to be uh, be huge, and he's been a huge uh, part of their offseason kind of. You know, they're getting them out in the town. Uh, They're, you know, putting Tyree kind of in the spotlight to say, hey, you're going to be one of our players on defense. Um, they did a huge thing at a grocery at grocery stores around Lubbock the other day, just kind of mingling with folks and carrying out groceries. And the you know the guy was dwarfing everybody in the entire you know, store. He's a huge, huge dude, and he has so much potential to be a huge big Big Twelve you know all defensive player. And that's kind of what they described him as. He's a you know, defensive and outside linebacker who can that they plan on dropping in, in the flat sometimes and you know going going out and covering a pass. They're gonna kind of you know rush him at the quarterback when they need to and he's going to be kind of your your key player on defense that causes those disruptions it's just is he going to be able to do that you know against some of these offensive linemen that are you know pretty pretty stout on the you know tackle side it's like at your Oklahoma's and stuff like that so if he can win his matchups obviously that's going to be huge for them but they are really excited for him and they're going to kind of let him loose and that's going to be um, something fun to watch this season how big a question I'm sorry go ahead no I was going to say uh I- a lot of uh, a lot of conversation, obviously, with the with the NCAA basketball tournament, rightfully so. Sweet Sixteen, uh, Joy McGuire getting the football program up and running, but you, you also have a big baseball series this weekend. As a couple of top twenty teams are going to face off there in Lubbock at Dan Law Field, Texas and Texas Tech. Yeah, I know they do, and uh, it's going to tell you a lot about these Red Raiders. Um, you know, at, at um, on the road and the neutral side against Mississippi State, you split there, you split against Iowa, and. Um, you know, you've handled the competition that you, you, you're meant to handle, you know, those non-conference ones with those small teams that come in here. Their offense has been has been there most of the time, um, but we've seen them kind of struggle, obviously, against elite pitching. And, you know, Texas is going to come in here, and they're going give it, to give it their all, and you're going to see some great uh, great pitching matchups, too. Um, Brandon Birdsell has been pretty awesome for the Red Raiders, and uh, Mason Molina, a new guy here in Lubbock, he's been great on the mound, except are you going to be able to get your bats going and, Kind of the Red Raiders kind of struggle this year a little bit whenever they kind of give up those multiple run innings, and um, we'll see if they can be able to do that and kind of not play from behind as much or dig a deep hole because they've been kind of struggling with that once they kind of fall behind. But it'll be a great matchup here, and I know if uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to if Tech wins tonight, obviously against Duke and Saturday they would be playing Saturday. They have that Saturday game against Texas, so that'll be something else to kind of watch out for kind of see you know how the vibe is around Lubbock if they make any kind of change to that game let's go back to football for just a second I wanted to ask you about the offensive line how big a question mark in the spring is this offensive line because they've had some they've had some move-ins they've had some some opportunities to bolster that offensive line have they got it where they want it right now 
you know, I don't think they got it where they wanted just because you have to replace a guy like Dawson Deaton, who's an all Big 12 guy at center. I know Joey McGuire's kind of, and, and Zach Kelly's kind of talked about this. Um, they're going to kind of cross train, which Matt Wells did this whenever he was here in Lubbock. Um, you know, get these guys' experience at kind of all five positions up there and kind of see who's going to, you know, fit what they what they want to do. I know Cole Spencer from Western Kentucky, I believe he played tackle at uh, at Western Kentucky with Kitley whenever he was over there. He moves in to Lubbock. Uh, now he's going to move on the inside. Um, Joey McGuire kind of said either that's left guard, right guard, maybe even center, but he will be playing on the inside, which is going to be a little different. Caleb Rogers, who is a um, obviously a returner and one of the star players now that Dawson Eaton and those guys kind of left, He's going to be a tackle, but also Joe McGuire said that he could also move, um, you know, to the opposite side at left tackle, or he's capable of playing at right guard, left guard, whatever, you know, Cole Spencer's not playing at. So I believe it is going to be a good question mark. I don't think it's their biggest worry right now, but I do know that um, they will be kind of interchanging that offensive line to kind of see where everything kind of fits and see who what what gives you the best lineup up there up front um, early on. But it will be something definitely we'll be watching out for. Brandon, thanks. Uh, hey, what do you got? Uh, what do you got cooking on um, on RedRaiderSports.com? Oh man, it's you know it's a hectic time. It's that time where all three sports are going. A lot of spring uh, spring football stuff. We have great analysts on our uh, on our reporting staff, and uh, you know recruiting also never stops either. So we're full full go on everything. We um, we got in full on baseball, basketball, football. So we're we're going at, we're going over there, Red Raider Sports. So um, any inside information you can obviously find there as well. So. Hey, Brandon, appreciate it. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. For sure. Thank you all. Have a great day. That is uh, Brandon Saliz from RedRaiderSports.com. Uh, a lot of excitement, obviously, for their spring football. It is practice number two for the Bears today, uh, and uh, I think uh, that we're going to get an opportunity maybe to uh, this evening to uh, to visit with Sean Bell, the quarterback's coach. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's an interesting dynamic. I think, uh, I think Coach Arena made it clear that uh, – that uh, Gary's the starter, and uh, and and they're going to go from there. They're going to give both of the guys, you know, uh, quality reps, and uh, and uh, and see, uh, you know, who who wins the job. But I think it's you know he 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 made it very clear that uh, Gary's Gary's the guy, and he's going to have to get beat out. But uh, you know, I, I'm curious about some of the intangibles that Sean's looking at, Coach Bell's looking for uh, in a starting quarterback. You know, not. Look, I, we we all know they got to be able to run the run the football team, execute the plays, and, and make the throws. But what are some of the other nuances of of you know from maybe from a leadership standpoint and things like that? I, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, he has to say uh, this afternoon. We'll have that for you uh, on the program tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You, you're gonna you're gonna be there, right? I'll be there. All I'm right. definitely gonna all be right. there. All right, just making sure. <laughs> oh, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it'd be, it was, I'm telling you, it was fun Tuesday. I mean, I was, you know, it, and look, we were just able to walk around while they were doing some of the, you know, some of the stretching and, and then some of the, uh, you know, basic drills that, you know, I kind of like a pre-practice, if you will, but it was still fun to be there and, and, and just kind of hang out and, and check out practice. It's well, fun. It's a good way to get a vibe of, of the th- of the practice and the team in general. I think Vic Valoria has done a good job of bringing the energy 
uh, and you see that throughout every practice. So it's it's always a good time to get out there and just kind of put your eyes on the players and see what it, for it, yourself. That's exactly what my big takeaway was, was the energy in which they went about their business on day one. Now, what I would suspect, they may be a little sore because you can you can be in shape all you want to, but it's not football shape. I mean, it's it's a little different. But, man, the energy level on day one was pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun, and you have – and I, I love spring football on all aspects. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't wait to, to watch it unfold, and I can't wait for, for the high school teams to get out there in the spring because mm-hmm. it, it's, a, it's a fun time of year. I really enjoy going and, and watching spring practice and, and being able to see because there's more teaching going on in the spring than any other time in, in football. And that's a great point. You're not three days preparing for blank – opponent no. you, you, there's no there's no there's no you're preparing study. you yeah you're just you're getting better at football that's all you're doing yeah it's about football isn't it it's not about hey they run this offense they run this defense watch this special team blah 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 it's about it's about your x's and your o's that's all it is and, and that was one of the things that Dave Aranda mentioned he said hey look this is about not the offense against the defense or the first guy against the second guy this is about us getting better as a football team I think, yeah I mean you got competitions going on you got bonding this, this is when you make and break your team so the and they are off and running they had a practice on Tuesday and they'll do it again uh on Thursday uh, today and uh, you will be out there for that so 819 19 minutes after eight o'clock this is game time from ESPN Central Texas your flagship station for Dave Aranda's Baylor Bear football team your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Look for a beautiful day today. We'll see mostly sunny skies, pretty seasonal temperatures too. Highs top out at 72 degrees. Clear skies tonight. We drop to 37 and tomorrow mostly sunny skies. It's going to be warmer thanks to our southerly winds. Highs should top out around 82. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, March 31st, and hear from track and field head coach Michael Ford and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here, and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at universalwindowscentraltexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect, Universal Windows Direct. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. 
That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like, an official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate, answer a few questions about your car's history, and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Baby blue, just like we rehearsed. When I get up off this ground, I shake leaves back down to the brown, brown, brown. All right, 823, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Don't forget, coming up uh, at 9 o'clock this morning, it's Greeny or somebody subbing for Greeny. I mean, there's more subs on that program than, <laughs> than Greeny's on the show. But uh, that'll be coming up at 9 o'clock this morning. 3 o'clock this afternoon, it's uh, the John Moore Show. And at 4, Matt Mosley will be here. Uh, all right, anybody surprised by the Tyreek Hill to Miami deal that went down yesterday? A little bit. A little bit, yeah. I'm a lot of bit surprised. I don't the move itself. Nothing, nothing in the NFL surprised well, me anymore. There, that's yeah. a great point. I mean, we were talking about it this morning. I mean, what in the world is going on in the National Football League? It is like all of a sudden this deal comes out of nowhere and it's a mega deal. And that's that's been across the board in the in the National Football League for the last several weeks. Yeah, I mean, money's been flying. That that's the crazy thing. And you know, for for years, it was like you had a salary cap, you know, and you you were real diligent about how you did your money. And now we're seeing teams say, you know what? It's a new day and time. We're going all in. And I think a lot of these moves are teams realizing we have an opportunity to win now. The the Bucks have shown it. The Rams have shown it. You know, the Chiefs. We've talked about that. But now they're realizing, okay, if I see a guy that's available and I know he's proven to have success in the league, I'd rather spend a little more money and get him than risk, you know, having a bus come through in the draft. So explain this, this one to me. I mean, look what Miami gave up to get Tyreek Hill, who is, look, he's a tremendous talent, unbelievable speed. But do you have the quarterback that is going to win you a championship in camp right now? 
obviously they believe they do, or they wouldn't go after a guy like this. I mean, I I, I thoroughly believe that they they feel like that 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 he's he's the guy that can take them to the next level. I I don't know if he is or not. I I don't Tua? feel yeah I don't feel no like way. he is, but. I mean, you don't you don't go make a deal like this unless you feel like you have the guy in place. Well, you want to talk about? We talked about it the other day. Denver or whoever pushing all the chips to the center of the table. Didn't Miami just do that I mean, with what they're giving up over the next couple of years? Three first rounds, two second rounds. I mean, they're playing for now. They're building for now. They're building for now. I don't know if they've pushed all their chips in and uh, on the table yet, and they may have some moves to make. They still have to do some things defensively to save that they've pushed them all in right now. They've definitely loaded up the offense. When you look they at have. your receiving core, you're going to have Tyreek, you're going to have Cedric Wilson, uh, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. You know, mm-hmm. and then you bring over Chase Edmonds and, and Raheem Moster as far as your backs. I think that while it puts more pressure on Tua, because this is it. Like, you've given him all the weapons in the world. If he's not successful this season, they're definitely going to make the move. Hey, and you got Teddy Bridgewater in behind him. But I, I – when I'm not st- sold on Bridgewater. Well, when you start 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 thinking about the and I and I misspoke. I said three first round. Here's what it is: it's uh, five draft picks in total, three in in 22 and in two and 23. This year they get a they get a first round, they get a second round and a fourth round plus a fifth and a sixth in 23. So they gave up a bunch to to get Tyreek Hill. But I mean, when you stop and, and think about the quarterbacks that they're going to face. In the AFC, is there, where does their guy rank? I mean, he's he's low on the total pole. Absolutely, Definitely. he is. But I think that's why you're trying to compensate. I mean, if you can put the playmakers around him, and, and I think that's really why you get Tyreek, because if you can't stretch the field with Tua, all you got to do is create a little separation on a slant and let Tyreek cut loose. Wow. It just seems – I don't know, man. It just seems like you've just said, here we go. Uh, it. it Kind of feels like the Cowboys from a year ago. I mean, here we go. This is this is what this is this is our group, and away we go. But man, oh I don't man. feel like the Cowboys have done anything like this in a long time. No, they're way far behind. Yeah. No, I, I my point being with with the Cowboys last year, I feel like the Cowboys last year felt like that was their year to go do it, and they went out in the first round. Now, whether they put the team together to do it, I just no, felt like – No, they didn't put the team together. Right, they, I agree. They, they, they felt like that they had the team already in place. That's, that's my point. But right. they didn't. And, and with this move here, does Miami now feel like all no, of the chips are in? I don't think so. I, I just think they're trying to improve their team as, as much as they can to compete and, and, you know, see if they can steal one here or there. I again. You're giving up five picks. I, I don't care. I, you that's that's where we are in the NFL. If you want to get some pieces to give you a chance to be better, that's what you're having to give up now. It's just the way it is in the NFL. That's the way free agency has has come to fruition. It's not about trading players. It's about trading picks now. Mm-hmm. And that's just if you want to do business in the NFL, that's what you got to give up. I, I can't see getting better. I can see. Getting to a point to where this is the piece that gets us to where we want to no, go. No, this is just a get better deal. They had to. I mean, look at the AFC. Yeah. It's turned uh, into if a they wanted to stay with it, if, if they wanted to stay up and have a chance, just have a chance, then they had to make some kind of move like this, a big move to keep them in the loop. They're they're not they're not one of the favorites by any stretch of the imagination by adding this guy. I you know Tyreek Hill is not going to put them over the top, but it gives them a chance to be able to say, okay, 
if we're going to be in this track meet, we've got to come out of the blocks. And that's all this does for them. I think it's a, you know it's crazy, though, because if you took this team and the pieces and the, the acquisitions that they brought over and you placed them in the NFC, I think that they could make a run they to, could make the, a run to the for NFC it. championship. It's just crazy how the power shift has changed, and they're having to do this just to even compete in the NFC. That, and that's what it is. They're having, their hand is being forced Absolutely. by everybody else to be able to just compete and say, we got it. At least we've got a, a fighting chance. And if, if we don't do anything – we're going to get left way behind. Oh, yeah. So I want to make sure I understand this right. It, it, both of you are of the opinion that you sell the farm, and they did. Yes. To, just to just to say we have a chance to compete. That's what you have you to have do in to. the NF, if NFL now. That's the where we. That's where we're at. And that's why the Cowboys are getting left behind. Oh, absolutely. Well, because they won't do that. But if if <laughs> if you don't have a chance to win a championship, aren't you left behind anyway? No, you they I, no, you're not. You're absolutely not. You got to give your fan base a little bit of a hope. Yep. It's not the Cowboys. The Cowboys don't have to do that because they are the Cowboys. And that's what I think is hindering them. It is. It, that's hurting the Cowboys. Absolutely. Because if they look, they could be awful. We've seen it. They've been terrible for the past twenty five years, and they're full they're capacity still, week in week out. And and, and that's not the case. America's team. All right, say 31. We're going to talk to Bryce Cherry coming up in just a couple of minutes. I, I, I knew I'd get you rattled up. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, five picks. That's where we are in the that's NFL. The new, that's the and game, a man. ton of money. Oh, that's what you got to do if you want to stay up. All right, say 31. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Level, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network. Has this year been, it seems like, more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the Big 12? A thousand percent. Yeah, I, I feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like every night is a rock fight because I think teams are struggling to score it, 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 because the defenses are so good. John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, April 2nd, Sunday, April 3rd at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. And the variety of our shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if we don't have it, they don't make it. And the Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find ammo, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, April 2nd, 9 to 5, and April 3rd at the Harker Heights event center being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps which equals up to about 10 miles a day it's tough I really didn't have feet problems I had back problems I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year that was scary well I've been delivering letters to the good feet store for over six years and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports for over 20 years we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. 
Call Allen Samuels House of Travel for your next all-inclusive vacation. As the world's leading all-inclusive company, Sandals is the best in luxury Caribbean all-inclusive vacation for couples. Let them send you on the destination of your dreams to Jamaica, Bahamas, Antigua, or one of Sandals' other luxury resorts. Let Allen Samuels House of Travel help you book your next Sandals vacation. Allen Samuels House of Travel is a full-service travel agency located in the heart of Central Texas that has been locally owned and operated for over 45 years. Visit them at houseoftravelwaco.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. The Sweet 16 gets underway tonight with Arkansas taking on Gonzaga and Michigan facing Villanova in the early games. The late games feature Texas Tech taking on Duke and Houston going up against Arizona. Texas A&M has advanced to the Final Four of the National Invitational Basketball Tournament with a 67-52 win over Wake Forest. Washington State has also headed to Madison Square Garden after beating BYU 77-58. The Astros won for the first time in spring training, beating the Cardinals 10-3. The Rangers have now won two spring games after topping the White Sox 14-5. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. 835, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us, and we uh, welcome in to the program the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald, Bryce Cherry. Bryce, what a fun time of the year when you've got a little bit of everything going on right now. Oh, certainly. Uh, you know, March has always been uh, complete madness. <laughs> and uh, you know it's uh, it's become a little more manageable from a local perspective with uh, with the Baylor basketball teams uh, out of the picture. Um, I, I'm not you know necessarily doing backflips, but it, it like I said, it just becomes a little more manageable. But there's still plenty going on. Hey, did you think that we would be going into the Sweet 16 and both? Baylor teams would be out of the, the, the picture? Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, uh, and, you know, you have to go back a long way uh, to to when that happened last. I mean, um, how, how many Sweet 16 trips in a row had it been for the Baylor women? It's a bunch. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a surprise uh, on both sides, I would say. Maybe – um, maybe a little more of a surprise for the women, um, just because you know you are playing at home. Um, it feels like you know historically, uh, I think the the numbers would bear this out that uh, you know the the women's tournament tends to go chalk a little bit more often than the men. There's more upsets on the men's side. I think that's changing somewhat. Um, you know, you are seeing 
um, some some higher seeds lose and on the women's side, and, and certainly you are on the men's side. Bryce, getting into the meat of high school baseball and softball right now in, in a fun time of year, Central Texas is not a stranger to having some teams make deep runs. Is there any in softball and baseball that you've got your eye on a possibility of, of getting an opportunity to get to Austin? Uh, I mean, there's several, I would say, uh, but a couple that, that jump out. I mean, to me, on the, on the softball side, you always have to you know keep an eye on Crawford. Kirk Allen does a great job there, and um, you know they they have a strong little league program. I think that matters, um, and then you know they just kind of feed up into the the high school program. They know the standard there, and that um, they're always making deep runs. Um, and then uh, you know as far as baseball goes, I think China Spring uh, has an excellent shot again, and and Boskyville as well. Um, and then there's some other teams as well, but um, China Spring, you know, they brought a lot back from the state team last year and and then added a guy in, in Cage McLeod who was our Super Syntex Newcomer of the Year at Robinson. So uh, they, they only got better. Bryce, uh, when you look at what Coach Drew and Coach Tang have been able to do over the year and now Tang's out the door, do you have a favorite memory uh, of Coach Tang? Hmm. Uh, you know, I saw Darby Shaw or uh, Darby Joe Brown, excuse me, uh, from Channel Ten uh, tweet something about when when Coach Tang, um, you know, got out there and led the prayer uh, one time. That was pretty cool. Uh, to me, you know, he's just he's one of those guys that um, he always supports, like the other sports at Baylor. I think there's a lot of coaches that do that well. Um, so he was, you know, he was always just a Baylor guy and, and you, you know, you saw him at different things. And, um, so to me, that was, that was cool. He was just, he was just a good guy. And, uh, obviously Scott Drew's right-hand man for a long time, uh, and certainly has earned this shot to, you know, to be a head coach and, you know, more power to him. I mean, and that's a program that, you know, off and on has had success. And I think he'll do a great job there. I mean, I think uh, it'll start with recruiting, um, you know, and it may be, you know, another year before you see that impact of that, uh, just because, you know, they've kind of made their signees for for next year already. But, um, but yeah, I I think it's, uh, it's cool that he's finally kind of getting, getting this head coaching opportunity. Baseball team opened with a uh, three-game set with TCU. In fact, those were the only two teams playing in conference play last week. Everybody's pretty much in conference play this week. The Bears are on the road for the first time. After going one and two, Bryce, what's what's this road trip mean to, to Steve Rodriguez? I realize we're still pretty early in, in, in the thing, but uh, just talk a little bit about being on the road, being in Norman uh, for uh, for this series. Win. I mean, you always that's what you're, that's your, what you're shooting for every weekend. <laughs> you know, excuse me, they had been on a pretty good run of that until the TCU series. Um, and, you know, you've got to give the Frogs a lot of credit. But at the same time, I think if you're Baylor, you're kicking yourself because uh, you let one get away. I mean, you let a series win get away. Uh, they go into the, you know, second game with a, you know, with a lead and going into the ninth inning and, and let it get away. I mean, it was eight, five. And, 
And I do think that is the area, the bullpen, that is the area of most concern, I think, for Baylor baseball right now. I mean, I think even as slow as they started at the plate, I think they're they're starting to figure that out. I I think they're going to be fine defensively. Uh, they've got an excellent double play combo in, in Trey Richardson and, and Jack Pineda. And, you know, they've got a and you know all-star center fielder out there in in Jared McKenzie so uh, and we saw what Kyle Nevin did earlier this year robbing a home run in right field so defensively uh you know they're fine but uh you know some of the numbers would would show that they've started slowly on both hitting and and defensively and and I like the the weekend rotation just fine too um Jake Jackson has has gotten rocked a little bit recently, but um, but I think you know the the rotation is not the issue right now. It's the bullpen, and and a lot of Coach Rod's best teams have had what what we you know nicknamed the old guys on the back end. You know, well they don't have the old guys now. They have a lot of the new guys, and um, so the new guys need to need to figure out their roles and and, you know, throw strikes. How big a task does Baylor softball have in front of them going against OU this weekend? It's like, you know, the Washington Generals going against the Globetrotters or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, and that's no disrespect to Baylor softball. That's just the level that OU is at. I mean, they just fall out of bed and mash home runs and, um, that that is a juggernaut of a program, and and you know credit the Sooners for for building that. Um, so yes, it's an ominous task for Baylor. Um, you know they've had some some good wins here and there, um, but they've been you know kind of just up and down. So we'll see. Uh, certainly, when you have these opportunities, you get up for them. Bryce, uh, Coach Aranda and the Bears start spring practice this week, and obviously all eyes are on the quarterback battle. But one position I was intrigued coming into the season was running back, obviously with Abram Smith gone, Tristan Ebner gone. And you look at the, the, the roster they see, and Josh Fleeks makes the move from receiver to uh, running back. What are your thoughts on the transition of Fleeks to that position? I think it's an interesting one, and I can I can wrap my head around it, I believe. I mean, I saw, uh, you know, I was following some of the tweets from – from the first day of practice, I was not out there, but uh, <clears throat> and I saw that John Werner had tweeted that that Fleeks was was practicing with the running backs, and I, I was like, oh okay, um, and you know he's got the speed, um, and we've seen obviously with like the case of Abram Smith, uh, guys change positions and do just fine. I mean, now granted, Abram had a history at running back, but. They've used fleeks on some of those, you know, end arounds and, and you know, jet sweep type plays. So I, I think, you know, he's got the ability to, uh, you know, to help them out in that area. Maybe maybe like a Tristan Ebner type of back. Uh, you know, maybe he's not the, the every down workhorse. We'll see. Um, and, and I would say that the game now – uh, you don't see as many every down workhorses, you know, um, certainly in the NFL, it's all running back by committee these days, as anyone who plays fantasy football knows, <laughs> you're just like, you know, what happened to the 1200 yard rushers out there? You know, they don't, they don't exist anymore. Uh, but, 
Um, so, and I get it from a coaching perspective. You're you're trying to keep guys fresh. So, um, you know, fleeks in a in a sort of third down, you know, situational type role. I can I can I can wrap my head around that. Hey, Bryce, uh, what do you guys got coming up uh, in uh, in the paper today, and in, in uh, maybe over the weekend? Uh, so one thing we didn't talk about was uh, high school soccer playoffs are uh, starting tonight. Uh, in fact, I'll be at uh, a Midway Belton girls game at Midway tonight, um, allowing Chad Conine to watch Texas Tech basketball. So what a good guy I am. <laughs> you are such a saint. <laughs> um, uh, I, Chad's still doing some work today. But, uh so we'll have some high school soccer uh, coverage. And uh, let me mention one other high school thing. Uh, the revealing of the Super Syntex basketball teams will come this weekend. We'll have the girls team in uh, Saturday's paper and the boys team in Sunday's paper. We're putting a, putting a bow on the high school basketball season. And certainly we had uh, some excellent playoff runs and some teams and some players. And, and they'll be honored, you know, this weekend. Bryce, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time today. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. It's Bryce Jerry, the Waco Tribute Herald. Yeah, you guys mentioned Oklahoma softball. Mm-hmm. Twenty-six and zero. They good. Twenty-six and zero. What was that you you found yesterday? That shutout thing, Ward. You remember run that? rule? I believe run rule thing. Run rule. Yeah, they they've done that in the past eight straight games. That's absurd. Oh, <laughs> It's uh, it's a pretty productive offensive unit, yeah, a little you know. Bit. And and where is the World Series of Softball played at? It's right, Oklahoma it's right City. There, isn't it? Yeah, you skip a rock and you you know. So they look. So not bad. Not <laughs> no, bad. Setup. Not at all. Hey, uh, let's take a minute and talk about uh, selling your house. If you want to sell your house, you could do so in five days or less, guaranteed. That's right. If they don't sell it. Then they're going to buy it for, from you for a price that you agree upon prior to listing your home. Wh- who's they? Well, they is the brokerage house. Uh, the brokerage house and Aaron Ryan have a, a great program set up uh, that is a proven marketing program that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers for your home. If you need more information, it's five days to sold.com. That's five days to sold.com. Or you can call Aaron at 817 812 29 Seven eight. Baylor baseball headed to Norman for a three-game series with the Oklahoma Sooners this weekend. The Bears in Norman to take on OU for a three-game Big 12 series this weekend. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 2 for the Bears and the Sooners. Bears, Sooners, Big 12 baseball this weekend from Norman right here on ESPN Central Texas. Call Waco Foundation Repair today. Waco Foundation is a family-owned business specializing in foundation repair for your home or business. With over 40 years of experience in the construction industry, they take pride in all the work they do. If you see cracks, don't stress, call the best. Waco Foundation Repair. Call them today at 254-420-4910 for your free estimate. Or you can visit them on their website at wacofoundationrepair.com. That's wacofoundationrepair.com. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. StarTex Propane has been servicing McLennan and surrounding counties since 1976. This local and family-owned business is happy to take care of all your commercial and residential propane needs, including tank service, refills, outdoor kitchens, grills, fireplace units, turkey fryers, and fish cookers. StarTex offers competitive pricing that will meet or beat their competitors. So head on over to their website, StarTexPropane.com, or stop by the Big Red Building on LaSalle Avenue and join the more than 14,000 customers in Central Texas that choose StarTex Propane for all their propane needs. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect opportunity for a significant business upgrade. Save up to 45% on Dell computers with Windows 11 Pro and get an easy start to your workday. Plus, enjoy special pricing on Dell docks, monitors, servers, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today to find the right tech for your business with fast, free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Toft Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOT. That's 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. The Sweet 16 gets underway tonight with Arkansas taking on Gonzaga and Michigan facing Villanova in the early games. The late games feature Texas Tech taking on Duke and Houston going up against Arizona. Texas A&M has advanced to the Final Four of the National Invitational Basketball Tournament with a 67-52 win over Wake Forest. Washington State is also headed to Madison Square Garden after beating BYU 77-58. The Astros won for the first time in spring training, beating the Cardinals 10-3. The Rangers have now won two spring games after topping the White Sox 14-5. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. For the grand bag on game time. All right, 852, eight away from nine o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Garrett, we're glad you're with us again. We uh, we talked about it a minute ago, but baseball will uh Baylor baseball will be on the road this weekend. They're gonna be in uh, Norman to take on Oklahoma, while the uh, Baylor softball team will also be in Norman to take on OU in softball. We'll have the baseball here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll have the softball uh, next door uh, on our sister station, 101.3 FM. All right, uh, basketball tonight, the uh, Sweet 16 NCAA tournament resumes. Tonight you got Gonzaga and Arkansas, Villanova and Michigan, uh, Arizona and Houston. Three really great games going to be played tonight here on uh, on the on the, on this uh on this first night of the Sweet 16. 
I'm excited for it. You know, and Ward, I think you brought up a, an interesting point when we were talking to Brandon earlier about making this game fast. And I thought when I was looking at it, I was like, well, maybe Tech wants to make this ugly and slow it down a little bit. Uh, hang on a second. I didn't even say Duke and Tech. Well, look, and Ward never even looked up. He knows. I know. Knows. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I, I omitted. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be right there. I don't, he knows. I don't, I don't need any reminder. I, I omitted Duke and Tech on purpose, and he never even flinched. He's in the zone, I man. thought he was about, you know, I thought he would throw something at me and go, hey, hey, what about Duke and Tech? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't need a reminder. I know where I'm at. <laughs> he, I mean, he never flinched, did he, oh, Garrett? He's locked in. No, man. Th- see, I just, you know, I missed on that one. <laughs> I was, I just <laughs> zipped through those three like nobody's business. Started talking about them, and he, he never even came up for air. <laughs> oh, by the way, Duke, Duke and Tech. But there you go. So, mm-hmm. and again, I think it's kind of cool that that that. Uh, uh, that pod, if you will, or, 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 or has all four teams. I mean, it's one, two, three, and four uh, in, in that regional. I, I couldn't think of the word regional, but it, it, you know, in all the other three, the, it's all over the map. But uh, you know, when you got a fifteen in the Sweet Sixteen, it kind of kind of wrecks things. But it does that a little yeah, bit? But anyway, but in in that regional, it is one, two, three, and four. So there you go. You kind of figure out who you're playing, can't you? A little bit, maybe. Yeah. Maybe right. have an idea. Yep. All right, uh, coming up this afternoon at uh, 3 o'clock, it is the John Morris Show. And, again, Cindy White and Paul Putz from Truett Seminary will be here, and they're going to be talking about Faith and Sports Institute, and that will be coming up at 3 o'clock. Matt Mosley will be here at 4 with the latest Cowboy and uh, Big and Baylor News and Notes, so that will be coming your way at 4 o'clock. That's it for us. For Ward and Garrett, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the morning at 7.